Hi there, folks. Welcome to the program. This is Stinchfield, the podcast brought to you by Midas Gold Group. MidasGoldGroup.com. Now is the time to put your money into precious metals. Just ask Bob Menendez. But <laughs> I'm teasing. We love the guys over at Midas Gold Group. I buy gold from Midas Gold. You should too. MidasGoldGroup.com. 855-322-GOLD. 855-322-GOLD. So happy for their sponsorship. Today on the podcast, I want to talk about what's going on on the southern border. The southern border is more than just a disaster. It is a crisis by design, a disaster by design. What you're seeing going on there can be stopped in literally in an instant. Um, There's many ways that we can get this under control. I'm going to tell you about that. But I also have proof for you of why I know the Biden administration is doing this on purpose. I have video and audio of them literally letting people in uh cutting barbed wire having border patrol agents cutting barbed wire that was laid down by Texas to keep illegals out the border patrol agents being ordered to cut it wide open uh, all of that tells me the Biden administration wants this to go down uh we know that they want it to go down and it is why we need to do something about it uh we need to use this budget crisis as a method as a bargaining chip uh all of those things to make this happen. So with that, let's get the party started. I've got some big evidence for you and some uh, great sound bites to prove to you that Democrats are not only liars, but they're hypocrites and they're wrong on everything. Uncensored and unapologetic. This is Stenchfield. Here's your host, Grant Stenchfield. So if you want proof that border security is non-existent, um, I want to just play for you uh, this audio of what is happening in Eagle Pass, uh, uh, in Eagle Pass, Colorado. Okay, not Eagle Pass, Colorado, Eagle Pass, Texas. I'm turning down the audio for us. So uh, so it is totally turned off that it is uh, muted this this audio um and in order to do that i need to do this and this now i got it okay here is what is at play if you are watching on the um on the screen on rumble getter or facebook where we're streaming live from um you can see border patrol agents have cut the fencing they've cut the barbed wire fencing to allow for these illegals to move through what more proof do you need than a government agency department of homeland security border patrol agents literally cutting the barbed wire for thousands of illegals to move through and i refuse to call them migrants migrants is is a illegitimate term they may be migrating from one nation to another but they are not migrants to America. These are illegals. They are coming into this country illegally, except now I guess you could say they're not illegal because Joe Biden is, is letting them in with open arms. So that's just some of the video. But you can go all up and down the area and you'll find this video of them cutting open uh, a wire for these people to come on through. That's the kind of thing that is, to me, an outrage. All right. How do we allow this to happen as a nation that we have a government that is literally not only enabling but encouraging this border disaster to happen? Um, Texas lays down border fencing and wire. Why wouldn't 
you leave that in place to make sure that Americans are secure from an invasion, which is literally what it is. I just saw a video before of them planting a Colombian flag on the shores of the United States. If that's not an invasion, I don't know what is. You don't plant a foreign nation's flag on U.S. soil. Here's my buddy Art Del Cueto talking about the invasion. He was on with Fox News. He's a uh, vice president of the Border Patrol Council, but he's also a Border Patrol agent who works the line on a regular basis. But, but all they do is, you know, traffic controllers pretty much, uh, you know, this is uh, just chaotic. It's a mess that this administration created from day one. They've ignored it from day one. They continue to ignore it. The only people that are gaining out of this is the drug cartels because they're the ones that are controlling where the groups are. Because individuals know there's no consequences. Come across the border, look for an agent, ask for asylum, and you will get released. Zero consequences. And that is what this administration has caused. Well, zero consequences is true. See, now, I'm going to tip you off to something. They will use a term called um, arrest. Uh, We had a 1,000 migrants arrested. They were taken to a, quote, processing center. That'll be the terms that you hear from the government, but they weren't really arrested. They were taken to a processing center. Now, what does processing mean to you? Processing means you're not fingerprinted, mugshotted and returned to Mexico, you are fingerprinted, maybe, I don't even know if you are, but you are processed and you are moved into the interior of the country. If they're not fingerprinting these people, that's something I need to figure out right away. If they're not fingerprinting them and taking pictures so we have record of who came in here illegally, I have a big, big problem with it. But the the issue is most of the illegals coming through have ditched their identification, so there's no way to know exactly who they are. They have no ID. There is no way to prove who they are. There's no way to do a background check on any of them. So they basically get a new life the moment they walk into the United States, and they can use whatever name they want to use. And to me, that is a huge issue. So what is this doing to the American people? I think most Americans are on to it. ABC's got a new poll out. This is them talking about it. The president says his policies are working. We put in place policies that process people in a fair and fast way. But our poll shows only 23% approve of his handling of the situation. Another career low. So who's the basically one out of four people that think... Joe Biden's doing a good job on the border. That when when you see video, uh, when you see video of illegals basically coming through barbed wire fencing, who thinks that this is a good job? Border Patrol agents welcoming people in with open arms. That's not a good job. I'm surprised there's one in four people that see that. I mean, anyone with common sense will tell you this is not a good thing by any means or any stretch of the means. So Marsha Blackburn talked about this. She's the congresswoman from Tennessee. She knows that every state is a border state now. We know that the Biden administration is letting them in. They're flying them around the country. And yes, we even have proof now that they are flying and allowing illegals to fly into airports across the country, skip the border. They're secretly working with the airlines. We know that 200,000 illegals have been flown to airports all across the country and released into the interior of the United States. And that's not illegals coming from border 
airports. That's illegals coming from other countries. This is Marsha Blackburn. When do we start calling this an invasion? 10,000 a day since Biden took office, 7 million. That's a population equal to the size of the state of Tennessee, Maria. And how long can we sustain this? This administration needs to abide by the law and they need to secure that border. 100%. They're not going to do it, though, unless the outrage becomes so bad and so strong from those on the left, uh, you're not going to see it. You're getting some of it when you see the mayor of New York who's crying and whining about the situation. He's got 100,000 illegals in his city of millions. Give me a break, Eric Adams. You're the one who who drew them in with your sanctuary city policies. Now you can't handle them because you're offering housing to all of them. How about you say no housing? If you're here illegally, you're on your own. You made the choice to come here. Why is it the American people's responsibility to house you? We have homeless Americans that aren't housed and we're housing illegals. If I was somehow to say, I'm going to move to Italy and I'm going to fly into Rome and I land in Rome, you think I'm going to go up to a cop and just say, hey, where's my apartment? Where's my place I can live for a while? And by the way, I've got my kid here. He's coming with me. Where are you going to put me up? No, it doesn't work like that. Apparently in the Biden administration, it does. See, they think that the illegals are going to ultimately get citizenship. I think if the Democrats got their way, that's what they want. And if they can't get citizenship, we've already seen in many local municipalities, they're giving them the right to vote in local municipalities. Totally unconstitutional, by the way. I think in the end, they think they're going to vote. They think they're going to vote for Democrats. But more and more Hispanics are coming back to the Republican Party, seeing that Republican policies are what puts the economy on track or what makes strong families, what allows the American dream to happen, what allows for opportunity in America. It's Republican policies. Most minority groups are starting to see that already. Um, Hey, folks, let me tell you about my friends over at Patriot Mobile. Um, PatriotMobile.com is the place I want you to go to. In fact, it's PatriotMobile.com forward slash grant. You know, I do a show on Real America's Voice. Patriot Mobile is helping fund uh, two of my buddies go south of the border to report back to the United States. This is the kind of thing that Patriot Mobile is investing in to keep you informed. You know that when you pay Patriot Mobile for your cell phone service, some of your money is going to go to programs like that to push America in the right direction. It's a parallel economy, man. Where you spend your money says a lot about who you're supporting. I would urge you right now, go to patriotmobile.com forward slash grant. Use the promo code grant. Free activation. 100% U.S.-based customer service. These guys are great. They believe in America. So why wouldn't you be with a company for your cell phone service that believes in in America? It's America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. Again, patriotmobile.com forward slash grant, 878-PATRIOT. Use the promo code grant. Call them today. All right, I want to continue talking about the border and uh, what is going on down there on the border. Um, What do you think the Democrats are blaming this on? The Democrats refuse to blame this on their policies. They refuse to blame this on Joe Biden literally enabling and calling him. They refuse to blame this on sanctuary cities and sanctuary states. They refuse to blame this on the cartels using what the federal government is giving them and the leeway the federal government is giving them. No, they want to blame it on Republicans. 
How do they get there? Watch Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. U.S. sanctions that were originally authored by Marco Rubio began and precipitated, certainly took a large part in the driving of populations to our southern border. Shortly after those sanctions, those broad-based sanctions... You're talking about Venezuela. Yes. Shortly after those broad-based sanctions were enacted, we started seeing uh, dramatic increases in these populations that were coming to our southern border. And so we have to address the root of these population movements and the migration crisis and we also have to address the domestic U.S. policy issues when it comes to immigration reform. I'll tell you what, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is pretty, but she's a total ding-dong when it comes to anything else. She thinks sanctions against Venezuela, against an evil regime, okay, a regime that is literally oppressing the people, that that literally, in order to get bread, you got to wait online. They have bread lines in Venezuela. She thinks the sanctions that America has handed down to punish the leadership in Venezuela is what's driving the migration of Venezuelans to the United States? I don't think so. That's so far out of line. Look, America has to do something to punish the evil people of the world. All right? How about us not allowing them to do business with us, us not giving them money? These are the types of things, because money talks, that can work and can help. That is not driving immigration, though. What's driving immigration is a brutal regime in Nicaragua, in Venezuela. Uh, You're seeing it from other countries that are struggling, like Guatemala. Most of the kids now are coming from Guatemala, from what I'm told. Poverty, because the people there don't know how to run their cities and countries. Now, we saw... 1,800 illegals enter Eagle Pass, Texas one day uh, last week. 1,800 in one day. You go up and down the border, you're looking at, yes, 10,000 people entering in a day. It could be 20,000 people entering in a day. Um, That's the kind of thing that is unsustainable. So um, this is a montage of... Fox News put this together, of House Democrats telling us there is no problem at the border. Listen. What we need is for Republicans to stop talking about open borders. When you see the CBP officers releasing migrants en masse on the street, do you think that sends a message to people that the border's open? The border is not open. What you see is different than what happens in, in actuality. So what we see is different than what happens in actuality. So what we're looking at here is not happening. Border Patrol cutting open a barbed wire fence and allowing them to come in, that is not happening. What you are looking at here, Border Patrol literally helping people come in from the river is not happening. Come on, man. They lie to your face. And the lies to your face are so out of control, there are portions of the American population that believe it. I'm here to tell you, don't believe it. You see with your eyes, okay? Listen to what Border Patrol is saying. Listen to what Texas DPS is saying. Department of Public Safety of Texas is trying to push back the invasion. Listen to these guys. Do not listen to Democrats in Washington. 
So this situation continues to exacerbate because the federal government continues to incentivize and encourage illegal immigration. And if we look back, Maria, at some of the comments that have been made by the federal government when they say that they have done more than anyone to secure the border and that their model, their strategy is working to decrease the flow of illegal immigration. Well, we know that's a blatant lie to the American people. When was the last time you saw a law enforcement officer that wasn't a sheriff who's elected by the people, but this is a guy who's, who is an employee of the people? Tell the truth. In Texas, you get that. You don't get that in many other states. In Florida, you'll get it. Uh, you're not going to get it in many other states than that. That's the truth being told by someone who is not a politician, who is not elected by the people, who is literally a public servant. He's telling you what he sees on the ground. There was no bias involved from a member of the Department of Public Safety, Lieutenant Christopher Olivares. Who are you going to believe? Debbie Wasserman Schultz? A woman who has lied to us since the beginning of time? Those are the people you're going to believe? I don't think so. You can't believe them. So what do we do to shut the border down? If I was president of the United States, I would do a number of things and I would do them today. I would instantly start the reconstruction of the wall. It's going to take a little bit of time, but you start. It sends a message. Number two, anybody caught coming into the United States is getting arrested and then removed, okay? Removed from the country. You put them back in Mexico. You enact the remain in Mexico policy while their claims are adjudicated, but here's the only problem with that, and this is by design. If I was president of the United States, I would put a pause on all asylum claims. There are no more asylum claims until we can figure out exactly what's coming out on the border, what we have in the system already, and we need to purge all of that, finish it, but no more asylum claims, which means if you want to wait until we open back up the asylum process, you're going to have to wait, but it's going to have to be real asylum. You're going to have to prove that you're being religiously persecuted, you're going to be politically persecuted, or that your life is in danger for speaking out against some political figure or religious organization that's a legitimate asylum claim. Just because your country is a hellhole doesn't mean that you get to claim asylum. Just because your economy sucks doesn't mean you get to claim asylum. That's not what asylum is. Then, on the that's the first day in office. I let the media go crazy on that. Then the second day in office, I institute Operation War on Cartels. And you don't just declare a war on the cartels, but you engage in a war on the cartels. President Trump talked about this, about literally going after the cartel members like we went after ISIS. You use special forces, you go into Mexico, and you tell the Mexican president, I don't care what you say, we're coming into your country. You either cooperate with us or Mexico is at war with us. Mexico doesn't want that. You either cooperate with us or we are cutting off all shipments of Mexican products into the United States. It's a huge bluff because we need fruits and vegetables from Mexico. We need certain uh, certain things coming from Mexico. There's no doubt about it. But Mexico needs us way more. Mexico will cave and they will say, what do you need? We will help you engage in this war on cartels. You use drones, you use drone strikes. You use special forces to go in and you literally, if you can't capture them, you kill them. 
because I do believe they are a terrorist organization. And while we're at it, we can label them that as well. So those are the things that need to be done. Those are the things that Joe Biden will not do uh, at any given moment. It's not going to it's not going to happen. All right, folks, let me tell you about my friends over at Midas Gold Group. Midas Gold Group is where I want you to go. MidasGoldGroup.com, MidasGoldGroup.com. Gold is a great hedge for privacy. Uh, It provides you privacy that no other commodity can. Uh, It's even better than cash because gold will hold its value. Look, the government is waging war on cash. They want a cashless society. That means your cash is going to be worthless at some point. Gold, not so much. Gold is a physical commodity, okay? Uh, You've got to mine it out of the ground. So there's only so much of it. This is why it's valuable. It's also an inflation hedge, and uh, it's a portfolio protection move. You don't have to put all your money into gold, but you need to put some of your money into gold. Just about every financial expert would agree on that. MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD. They are veteran-owned. I trust them. I know them. I break bread with them. I have gold from them myself. MidasGoldGroup.com, 855-322-GOLD, 855-322-GOLD. Tell them Grant Stinchfield sent you when you go pay them a visit. Love the guys over at Midas Gold Group. And seriously, they can they can really, really help you. So um, what does Nicole Maliotakis have to say about all this? You know, she's the congresswoman from New York. Um, she talked about the border crisis and what needs to be done. Uh, Kathy Hochul, the governor, has offered up some interesting perspective on this. She's a leftist loon. Well, let's listen to Maliotakis. Both the president and our governor are saying they want to allow the military to come in to to not stop the flow. They're not going to actually secure the border and stop people from coming in illegally. What they're doing is to help push paper, to process paperwork, only encouraging more people to come. And the issue is, if she wants workers, we have a bunch of people who have applied to come to this country legally. They want an opportunity to work in the United States. So isn't that an interesting perspective? If you need workers, why don't you take them legally? So to go back to my plan as if I was president of the United States, the Stinchfield Secure the Border Plan, I would also start the process once my border is secure again, okay, I would start the process of making it super easy to come here. It's not going to take you months to get into the country or years. In many respects, it takes years for that process. It's going to take you literally weeks You could show up at an embassy in another country, at one of American embassies. You get your fingerprints taken. You get your your mugshot taken. We take biometrics from you, maybe an eye scan. We do a quick background check. You fill out a form, and you've got to pay a fee, say $500. $500 to apply, a fee, maybe you could come in then. And we do it really quickly where it literally takes you just a couple weeks from the time you apply to the time you're welcome to come in. Now, you've got to get yourself to the border. You've got to fly in, but we're going to give you a work visa. You make it really easy for people to come in here. Now, you're not going to have to give a cartel member $1,500, $1,000, $10,000 to get you to America. If you're a good law-abiding citizen, you pay America 500 bucks. you buy yourself a $500 plane ticket. You're less than, less than the cartel's cost, and you did it much more safely. And we know who's coming and going. Make it really easy. When it's a year or two to come in legally, people are going to sneak in because many people are desperate. So those desperate people that are good people, we want them coming to America. But this is something the mainstream media won't tell you. They won't tell you that 
Republicans actually embrace the idea of legal immigration. What we despise is illegal immigration, and that's what we see on our southern border um, over and over and over again. Uh, Hey, I want to turn to what's happening because of leftist policies, including immigration, but really their weak-on-crime mentality, and that relates to the border as well, this weak-on-crime mentality. I saw a video... I'm going to play it for you who are watching live. If you're listening on the podcast, you're not going to be able to see it, but I'll describe it. It's a man in Chicago, a decent neighborhood of Chicago. I believe it's the Woodlawn area of Chicago, which used to be a very nice section of the city. Now, not so much. There's no place where you're safe. He's walking through what's kind of an alley. Two guys sneak up behind him and absolutely beat the crap out of him. Listen to this. Boom, he's hit in the face. Punched, just out of the blue. Another guy comes up. They start beating the crap out of this guy. They want his backpack or whatever it is he's carrying. He's somewhat resisting. You know, I don't even know if this guy had an opportunity to not resist. They're just going after him like crazy. And you look at the angles of the beatdown. You think to yourself, this is horrible. The attackers almost give up, except do they go to, like, threaten him with, I don't know whether it almost looks like a knife or something. Thankfully, they don't have a firearm. Um, But the guy's shoes are strewn all over the place, and he's literally, literally just beaten until they finally get his backpack, and off they go. Now, here's the thing. I'm sure he's got a computer in there. It's probably an Apple, some nice laptop. How are you going to use it? You can't get into these Apple products. And I believe the Microsoft products, too, you can't get into. You can't hack in. So what are you getting out of that backpack? Most people don't carry cash anymore. Even if you've got a nice iPhone 15, you're not going to be able to use it unless you got the passcode. And uh, it's worthless. So you just beat this guy up for a backpack, basically. Um, This is the kind of horrific thing that is enabled by Democrats. It's encouraged by Democrats. And uh, there's no bail in Chicago. So if these guys, even if they were caught, they'd be out the next day. Um, Then I saw this in Chicago. Police having to intervene to a machete-wielding lunatic. Look at the guy with a machete, like going after three other guys, knocking down people, and it turns out to be a whole fight. He's literally hitting people. With this machete. So cops come in ultimately. Break it up. And get this guy. But this is the kind of thing you're seeing every day on the streets of Chicago. And to me, it's frightening. Full on firearms pulled, drop the machete, all of that. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to your sanctuary city for criminals, basically, is what they're doing there. Um, and it really has become an absolute sanctuary city for criminals. You know what else is a sanctuary? California is a sanctuary state for criminals. California, Illinois, New York, uh, Missouri, St. Louis anyway, these big blue cities. Um, you know, we, we could go through all of them. They all have the same policies. We're going to arrest you. We're not going to have bail. You're going to be let out on the street the next day. Go commit more crimes. Well, I think people are starting to wake up. 
This guy, uh, what's his name? David Foster, I believe, the music producer, big famous guy. Um, he has daughters. By the way, all his daughters are absolutely gorgeous. Um, this is the world's first podcast is what it's called. Aaron and Sarah Foster. They're his daughters. And these two are smoke shows. They're also really smart. They also sound like conservatives. This is them talking about Gavin Newsom and his role in the demise of California. I blame everything on Newsom is they're trying to um, oh, pass a bill charge you for leaving where if you leave the state because you're like, I'm unhappy here. Crimes through the roof. The public education isn't great. Like I want to, I, I want to leave. They are you? no. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're trying to pass a bill where you have to pay for ten years. Newsom is like the worst. Yeah, I hate him. Like- <laughs> Newsom is the worst. Yeah, I hate him. You know, I do radio in Los Angeles, and we know all about Gavin Newsom. There, he is the worst. And I try not to hate anybody, but if there's a guy I despise, it is Gavin Newsom. He's a snake in the grass, and he's smooth as silk, which makes him so dangerous, more dangerous than a wolf, uh, because this guy will hit you. You won't even see it coming. So Sarah and Aaron Foster are on to Gavin Newsom. And imagine that, trying to offer up a, uh, trying to offer up a bill that would penalize anybody for leaving California. You're going to have to pay to leave? Get the hell out of here. I ain't paying to leave California. That's being held hostage. That's the only way you can keep people in California is by holding them hostage. You know how I get you to stay with this podcast? By trying to give you good content. That's how I try to get you to stay. And I try to give you some good deals, too, like my friend over at my pillow, Mike Lindell. He just got canceled by American Express, by the way. What the hell is American Express doing? Canceling his line of credit at a million-dollar line of credit. Mike Lindell said that crushed his business. So here's what I want you to do. Go to MyPillow.com forward slash Grant. Use promo code Grant. Give Mike Lindell some business. Help him battle back against the woke mob. Without Mike Lindell and what he's doing on the election integrity front, on the standing up to the leftist front, we'd be lost. So go buy some products from him. They're great products, by the way. I have almost all of them, and I continue to buy products from them. Up to like 50% off on some of the products. Just use the promo code GRANT, mypillow.com forward slash GRANT. Then, of course, GrantStinchfield.com, GrantStinchfield.com. Pay me a visit there. Subscribe to my email list so I can keep you informed about everything. Uh, and then you can also have the links to the podcast, the Rumble, Getter, and Facebook channels. If you're watching on Facebook, I'm really trying to build that as well. Great model on Facebook for streaming. Uh, hopefully we just uh, we don't get canceled there because I'm doing to Joe Biden by whispering. But uh, Facebook hates the things we have to say. So does YouTube. They canceled me. Um, but we will give it a go. Thanks to you. Stinchfield's Army Rolls. See you on the Rav Show tonight, 7 o'clock Eastern Time. I'm Grant Stinchfield.